Welcome to the Your Space podcast, a space for you. This is where we are going to get real, we're going to get honest, we're going to explore how do we create consciousness in our lives, how do we be who we want to be and still live in the normal world, and how do we really honestly face ourselves vulnerably. I'm Bettina and I am here to guide you through this process and I'm really excited for what we're going to create in this podcast. Hey there, welcome back or welcome if you're here for the first time. Really want to acknowledge um, the journey that you're on right now, the time out that you're taking in this moment to find that, you know, eke out that little bit of time just for you. And if you haven't already done your stillness activity for today, I really want you to encourage you to you maybe pause, you know, to do a few deep breaths, just really focus in on yourself, what you're feeling, where you're at right now. And remember, just let them in, let them out, let the feelings in and out. You don't have to hold them, just acknowledge them. So do that now if you haven't already before we uh, launch into the next thing. So today, I want to talk a little bit about having a sense of vision for your life. Now, this, this is a really interesting process in that it's, it's taught in so many different ways in personal development, but I want to look at it from the perspective of having a vision that is truly purposeful for you and finding that place in your world that makes sense. So interestingly, um, I recently was talking to my boys and they were giving me a bit of grief and sending me TikTok videos of um, what it was like to be taught to drive by your mum. And of course, I denied all of those statements that were in those videos. But we did get to down to talking about, you know, some of the little nuances that until you actually drive a vehicle, you just really are unaware of. And one of them that we talked about was just how many times you look into the rearview mirror while you're driving. And, you know, both the boys were talking about that and, and how interesting it is until you actually drive the car that when you're in the car with somebody else, you don't realise how many times they're doing it, um, looking in the side mirrors, looking in the rear view mirror, just to have that sense of perspective of what is going on in your world. But what I thought about after that is that often when people are talking about vision, what they reference or the way that they create that vision is based on the past. So it's it's almost like there's a series of ideas and thoughts, situations that have happened for them in the past, and what they are doing is referencing those into their vision. So it's like the vision gets defined by what's happened to them in the past. And it, this the way this shows up is that people often talk about, you know, when you ask them what their vision is, they'll tell you what it isn't. Well, it's not this because I tried that. And it's definitely not that because I don't like that. And I had a go with that. And oh, when I when I tried this thing or when I did this thing, it didn't work out. And so therefore, it's not part of my future. So, you know, that's an interesting way to see things. And, and why I started talking about driving is because that's kind of like wanting to drive a car forwards 
while looking only in the rearview mirror. Now, I don't know about you, maybe stuntmen could do this and maybe in, a, in an open street with no other cars or obstacles, that, that's possible. But for the most part, you have to be looking forwards to go forwards, right? Even walking, you don't walk forwards looking backwards because you'll eventually fall. You'll hit something or you'll fall over something. And yet we do, that's how we do the creation of our world. We tend to want to reference back to what we have or haven't succeeded. Now, when you're, when you're young, and I think the more this happens for you when you're young, the more it's going to happen as you get older. When you're young and you express certain ideas, concepts, you know, visions for your life, you know, I want to be this, I want to do this, depending on how that's received by the people around you, that often will dictate how much of a rear view you've got on your own world and what's possible. So if you said, I want to be a, a fireman in the daytime and a dancer at night, um, because people around you may not have a reference for how that's possible, they may have said to you, well, that's not really possible. Or maybe you should think about this, or maybe you should think, think about that, which is another way of saying, let's constrain you. Let's, let's put you in a box that makes sense in the current world. You know, how do we make it make sense? And so if that happens over and over again, you start doing that to yourself. And that's the rear view way of looking at it. You will be looking for what you've already done. Based on that, you'll then decide on what's possible. So I want to talk about the different kind of thinking that happens here. So one way of thinking would be a linear way of thinking. Now, that what that linear says is that there's a step-by-step -step process to get from here to there. Now, that is true on a practical sense. If you want to achieve a certain thing that's been done before, there will be a linear process. There'll be steps involved. Now, that works up to a point. However, what if you wanted to do something that's never been done before? Or what if you wanted to do something that's different that may not have been formed yet, or maybe you just want to do it differently to the way you have done it before. All of a sudden, a linear process isn't going to serve you anymore because there's too many variables. See, the linear works on the known, right? The linear works on that. It works on what is understood, what is certain, what is real in that moment, what is acknowledged, what is formed. So, for example, if you decide that you would like to do something um, from a physical capacity, say you want to run a marathon, for example, there's a linear pathway to that because it's been done a lot for a long time by a lot of different people. Now, are there lots of alternatives to that pathway? Yes, you can do it all sorts of different ways, but they all follow a pretty similar pattern. That's a linear pathway. So it makes sense for something that's, you know, like that. But what if you wanted to do it differently? You know, what if you wanted to run it in a different way or achieve a different outcome? Then the linear pathway, if you follow what everybody else did, then you're going to get what everybody else gets. So that's, it's not going to serve you if you wanted to do something different. And if you only approach it from a linear pathway, you may also miss the opportunity to ask why you're doing it 
and how you personally need to achieve that result, whatever it might be. So let's look at the alternative to that, and that is a quantum approach. Now, quantum approach, based in the quantum physics model, is that it suggests that everything is possible. If you can possibly imagine it, then it is possible. And that it's a matter of finding the way, but not finding a pathway. It's about holding that sense of vision of what it is you want, because the idea being that everything that you actually want to achieve already exists in in a reality. It already is out there. You've thought of it because it already exists. But the difference is, is that it's there, there's infinite possibilities, which can create some tension for some people. It needs an energy of curiosity because you need to be ready to be surprised by what shows up in the pathway. And it can feel for some people very uncertain. You know, it, it can actually feel for some people like it's unplanned, unorganized, but it doesn't have to be. The organisation in that part is staying in possibility. It's doing everything that you can to stay in that idea of infinite possibility and curiosity. Now, here's what's interesting in that. If you surround yourself in an environment where linear thinking is the norm, if the people around you in your world don't know how to do quantum thinking, don't know how to create vision in that space, then it's going to be difficult for you to hold that energetic. You know, um, I have a person in my world at the moment who is planning to do something that has been done, but never by someone as young as him and never really done on the scale that he wants to do it, the way he wants to do it. So he he has to be really careful about where he places that energetic and who he shares that vision with. Because when you're holding something that is so different and so outside the norm, you need to keep your energy focused on it almost 100% because there's no external things that are supporting it. So if every time you talk about it with someone, they say, oh, geez, you know, that's that's a bit weird, or gee, that's never been done before. All it does is it drains energy from you. Now, this particular person is is driven and I have absolutely not a cell in me is doubting that he will achieve what he wants to achieve. However, I do see that he has been selective where he shares that vision to keep his energy up. Because when it when it's ready and it will be more formed, then it's okay, then it will be shared. But sometimes if you're doing something different or if you are trying to change some part of you to get closer to that authenticity, that place of vision where you create this life that you want, sometimes you will have to control the variables. And one of those variables might be who you share it with. Now, I'm not saying you should hide away and and make yourself small. It's absolutely none of that. But what I'm saying is think about the energy that is required for you to get to this place of vision, to get to that true authentic self that you are. Now, that's going to take a certain amount of energy. Make sure you're careful where you put that energy. Don't spend it without thinking about it just like you would with your finances, you know, don't spend your energy in places where it's going to be dissipated, where it's going to be wasted, or worse, where it's going to be 
completely shat on. You know, that's not a good way to spend your energy. And that's going to keep feeding back and saying, well, maybe it's not possible. In those dark moments when you're wondering, are you capable of it or is it something that you can do? You don't want that energetic coming to you. So I really want to encourage you to, first of all, have that, you know, have that moment of thought. What, you know, if your life was to be exactly what it, what you wanted it to be. And, you know, I'm not saying it has to be grand and I'm not saying it has to be earth shattering or groundbreaking to anybody else but you. But if you could have that vision of your own personal experience and it was fulfilling and it filled you literally head, heart and gut and your, to your deepest level of your soul, then are you looking in the rearview mirror to make that happen? And if you are, what can you do to shift the needle? You know, what, what can you surround yourself with? Maybe it's learning something. Maybe it's finding a group to talk to. Maybe it's listening to podcasts. Maybe it's finding books to read. But whatever it is, start the search. If you if you don't have that vision or it's not formed, it's okay. But start the search because, you know, I really believe everybody deserves to have that kind of life. And again, my rose-coloured glasses are out because I believe if we all did that, um, our, all of our experience would be great. Imagine when you met up with your friends or family and every one of you had this amazing story about how you were setting this vision and this intention for your life, which is exactly who you wanted to be and exactly the way you wanted to be it. Um, that's a world I'd like to be in. And I, I want to encourage you to share that experience with the people who are listening to the podcast get online jump on tell us what you're feeling and what you're experiencing or maybe tell us the challenges that you're having in finding that vision because we want to know i want to know what it is because that will help me keep supporting people um, to have that kind of experience so i hope there's been something in this for you today love to hear from you and until next time i'll see you later